0: Welcome to Running Virtually with Just Plain Dave, episode 95, the border patrol challenge and my spring race goals. Well, hello, my friends. You wanna go for a walk? Me too. I wanna share with you a magical observation. So it is a Wednesday evening in January, High temperature today, probably in the 50s. And I had to work in Boston, just got home, took the train home from Boston to Providence. And today was one of those days where walking through the urban cityscape in Boston, the clouds were lower than the tops of the tall buildings. And so, you know, a 20 or 30 story building was disappearing into the clouds. Well, I've just gotten home to Providence and I'm walking from the train station Uh, south along the Providence River and it is a misty murky evening and so the tall buildings in Providence are also disappearing into the tops of the clouds but these buildings aren't so tall so there's a couple of maybe 20-story buildings and 12 and 14-story buildings and they are lit like they're just kind of the lights are on and it looks absolutely magical there is no breeze at all so as I walk along the shore of the Providence River the Uh, The lights on the opposite shore are just twinkling in the water. It looks glassy and smooth. The water almost looks glistening and oily. It's so smooth. And there's a new pedestrian bridge that crosses the river kind of midway between Down City, like where the train station is, and the Interstate 195 Highway Bridge. And the pedestrian bridge is just beautiful glow with white lights and blue lights and green and red under the waterway so that if boats are going under that bridge they know where the safe routes of passage are. Um, It is just a beautiful evening and it feels it feels like the the fog is just kind of lowering down and muffling the sounds so I hear traffic off to my side just to my east but it's kind of just a quiet thrum of a handful of cars going by. And I see pedestrians and dog walkers and bicycle riders going across the pedestrian bridge. And it is absolutely beautiful. It is a glorious evening. And I am, this is the first time I've tried this experiment of like leaving my house at 6.45 in the morning, taking the train to Boston, bringing my running gear with me, and now walking from the train station to Run Club fingers crossed i have a place to change and uh and can leave my backpack in a friend's car since it's loaded with all my work stuff including my computer um but so then i'm gonna do a seven mile run and have to carry my stuff home so i am fully prepared to beg for a ride if anyone's willing to give me one but i'm also willing to walk the two miles home from run club in addition to my running gear i have my coat so I won't get too cold my going to city on a winter morning coat so uh we shall see uh now I'm walking towards the Wickenden Bridge Wickenden Street Bridge which is like an old uh steel looks like a railroad trestle kind of those big I-beams with the uh the big up and down triangles it is well lit as well it's beautiful what a nice night to go for a walk in an urban environment. And I'll be meeting my friends for a run. That's it for now. Well, hello my friends, this is Just Plain Dave. Wanna go for a walk? Me too. Well, the brown dog and I are out for a after-dinner walk. After her dinner. I haven't eaten yet. She likes to stretch her legs, kind of, you know, get herself good and worked out, uh, worked out? Sorry. Exercised so she can, uh, settle in for a nice, quiet evening. And, uh, it is another strangely warm evening in January. I, uh, I... It's, it's certainly not good from a big picture climate perspective, but it is ideal for someone. Whoops, there's a dog. Sorry. Um, it is ideal for someone who likes to get out and walk the dog. She's friendly if you want to say hi. Hi. This is Abby Dog. This is Luna. Hi, Luna. Nice to see you. What a cool dog. she got some Australian yeah, kind of cattle dog. she's a straight cattle dog as far as we know. Cool. You said, "Abby." Yeah, Abby. She's uh, part part hound, part Doberman. Yeah, I see the Doberman. Yeah, she's got the look, but uh, but she she lives her life like a hound. Like she can spend the whole day with her nose down. She's yeah. a, and she's a good hunter dog. So, cool. and she likes to go for a run. How old is she? Uh, Thirteen. Aww. She, she's my fit, healthy dog. Cool. Enjoy your evening. Yeah, you too. Take care. Good house. What a nice thing. What a nice doggy interaction. We have seen that dog before. Its name is Luna. It is a kind of gray, mottled, multicolored cattle dog. Very cool. It is nice to meet the neighbors. And having a dog makes that much more convenient. One, because I'm going for a walk four times a day. So I am outdoors at a human pace... Not in a car, not biking, not running, just out for a walk. And people are friendly. And you know what? <laughs> Probably, I'll say eight times out of ten when I say, hey, she's friendly, the other person says, super, and comes on over. And, you know, two or three times out of ten, the other person says, whoa, my dog's not friendly. And uh, you know what's funny? It's, it's often those little dogs. You know, this little dog that's like the size of a loaf of bread? Man. They have an attitude, and they do not want to uh, interact with friendly dogs. So anyway, Brown Dog is a 55-pound medium size you know, I've just she's just perfect dog shape. Like I, there. If you look up "dog" in the dictionary, there ought to be a picture of her. And if you look up "runner dog," well, you guys all know she loves to run. Anyhow. Where was I? Oh yeah, complaining that the weather's so warm that it makes it easy to go for a walk or run all winter long. Here we are, middle of January, and it is still, the ground is snow-free. I have gone on one trail run where it was kinda icy, but that ice has all melted in, in southern New England. Things are cold up in northern New England, up in Maine. Good ice skating conditions up there, but down here in... Rhode Island, Massachusetts, Connecticut, things are still pretty mild. I have a few things I thought I'd share. One is I'm putting together my race calendar for the year. It is such a nice thing to put things in the calendar, but kind of from a mental perspective, a plan, some structure into my year, give me a goal to aim for. And uh, so here are the big ticket items. There might be others. Uh, In March, I will be doing Hmm. I'm going to pause. A little bit of traffic here. Happily turning off that busier traffic road. Let's see. March. I am doing a half marathon in Atlanta called the JG 13.1, named after Jeff Galloway, American Olympic runner from the Munich Games in 1972. It is a great fun meetup, and I have quite a few, I'll say, virtual and real-life friends Uh, Many of the people with whom I have run at the uh, Burden Hand Half Marathon in Pennsylvania, a good number of that crew like to go to the JG in Atlanta. So that'll be my first time going to the JG, and I'm excited for that in March. And I have not yet registered, but I'm leaning towards a longer run in April, probably a trail race. And then in May, I have signed up for my goal race for the year, which is called the Manchester to Monadnock Marathon. It is a 55 miler, so basically two marathons. And it is mostly road, some trail, some fire road, starting in Manchester, New Hampshire, so south-central New Hampshire, running west-southwest towards Mount Monadnock, get there, go up the Pompelli Trail, come back down the other side, so the final like five or six miles is up and down lovely Mount Monadnock, which I think has a summit height of 3,100 feet, so there's quite a bit of elevation gain in that last, it's kind of the sting in the tail of that race, and uh, yeah, so those are my big races, that's certainly my personal goal race for the spring, is that 55 miler, and I am very much looking forward to it. But the other thing that I'm doing, it's not really a race, but it sort of is, is I have signed up for, and I'm in the middle of something called the Border Patrol Challenge. And uh, the border to which this challenge speaks is the Connecticut-Rhode Island border, and so the race director has put together a series of 19 trail runs or hikes, but 19 trails that need to be traversed between the winter solstice, December 21st, and the spring equinox, March 21st. So basically three months to do 19 trails. They, there's a handful that are like between three and six miles. Um, there's a big number that are between seven and 12 miles. Like that's the, mo- the majority of the runs are between seven and 12. And then there's a 15 miler, 20 miler, and 26 miler. And these are pretty technical runs. So of the 19 courses, the only one that I have previously run is where the, um, the race called the Little Roadie Runaround um, or the Rhode Island Trail Classic that I did last fall, um, that is called the Vin Gormley Trail. And I have run that one. I think I've run it like ten times now. So, of these nineteen routes, that's the only one I actually know and I'm comfortable, you know, running without a map. Um, the ones that I've completed so far are all hidden gems. Like this little uh, route called Green Falls Pond uh, in the southwesternmost Rhode Island, right on the Connecticut border. Like I parked in Rhode Island, but did most of the four-mile run was in Connecticut. It was stunningly beautiful. Um, I'm going to share with you a couple little sound bites here of some water running in a stream, uh, some sound of me hiking off trail. It is just stunningly gorgeous with a steep-sided kind of... Canyons, the wrong word. Um, but it's kind of this little valley that is has this lovely flowing stream. Uh, this The dam that separates the pond from the valley is probably... I'm gonna guess 30 feet high and two or three hundred feet across. Um, but the trail is just beautifully well maintained, including some kind of boardwalky things, because if the boardwalks weren't there, you'd be literally like uh, kind of scrambling along the, embank- the steep embankment. Um, but just an absolute gem. And I did that with my friend Philip, who's not a runner, and so we hiked it. And it was just glorious to explore the woods and see the lovely green moss and hang out by the stream. And we discovered this old mill race, like kind of this cut through where, you know, an old property owner or old, a property owner a long time ago kind of took a spur off the stream and built this stone bridge over it to run their mill. It's in the middle of nowhere. There are no roads anywhere around. It's not near a village that I'm aware of. It's just this fascinating old structure. Um, and I, I mean, I can, I can tell what it is because I look at these in my day job and I've seen lots and lots of mill races. Um, but I, I'll have to do a little bit of research to see if I can figure out what that uh, what facility was there. Totally middle of nowhere, um, right in the... That, I guess that structure would be in... Connecticut, right near the Rhode Island state border. Anyway, as of today, I have completed four of the 19 trails. Um, On the first two, I have gotten lost and had to go back, like kind of, um, these are all on Strava. So the way to track your routes is to look at the map on Strava, the kind of running and cycling app on the phone. And uh, so if you don't follow the actual route, you don't get credit for it. So, like that one that we did around Green Falls Dam, I was off track and we had to go back and actually get back on track to prove that I covered the distance. Um, even though people who do that four mile loop fast are doing it in 40 minutes and I did it in two hours. So, there's no, uh, no risk of me, quote, shortcutting it. Um, but it was uh, just, just, just glorious. It was beautiful and fun. And it's neat to see these hidden gems, like these little corners of Southern New England that I've never seen before. So one of the routes is called the Tri-State Loop, and that is a starting point in Connecticut, and it does an 11-miler out to hit the Connecticut, Rhode Island, Massachusetts, uh, three-state point. Um, And I've never been to that location. So again, another place where I'm happy to go and explore. But as you know, I like to do things in a get together with people social manner. And so I convinced one of my run club friends to sign up. And so she and I have done two of the routes together. And this weekend I have done a text chat with a handful of others. And I think I will have a minimum of three people with me for my Sunday run and uh, two or three people with me for the Monday run for the holiday. And uh, yeah, just, it's such a nice thing. And having like 19 runs over three months um, doesn't feel like that much, right? Like, you know, in in three months, there should be, I don't know, like 40 or 50 running days. But these are trails that I have to drive to. And so they're really having to be kind of weekend activities. And a couple of them, they actually the one I'm doing on Monday, I chose because it's such a far drive from my house that even though, it's a five-mile run, so not, not a lot of time on feet. I think it's going to take me an hour and 20 minutes each way. So I'm going to try to pick a day where I can spend half the day to go for a five-mile run. But I'm looking forward to it. It is going to be absolutely fun. And it's great to be kind of interacting with these people who make me feel both fast and slow at the same time. You know, so, like, there's 100 people registered overall. And I will be very happy to finish in, like, the i'll say 15th place overall in that range i think that's where i belong um, but there are a couple people who are insanely fast and then there's people going slower than me and then other people who are just hiking and so let's cross let's cross um, so anyway it's fun it's fun to just be in the middle of the pack um, and i'm not on facebook as you might know and so it's also fun like every time i'm out there i see other people who are clearly doing something like me. They're wearing blaze orange and trying to run on trails they don't recognize. And uh, so I introduce myself, share my number, add to my list and have more and more people to invite for a run. So it's, uh, it's really good fun. So that is that is one of my goals for the spring is really to do all 19. Like I'm not necessarily gonna run them all. Um, I have some hiking friends and it'll be fun to hike a few of those routes. Um, but, uh, and when I, so this past weekend, uh, my friend Anna and I did that Vin Gormley Trail. So the one trail that I've done like 10 times over the last 10 years. And, um, and I missed my PR on it by 16 seconds. So I think this is the, how fast I can run that route. Like I think I've run it a couple times and they're right in this, so in the Rhode Island Trail Classic, I think in that day I was averaging, what was it 80 or 88 minutes per loop? and this i was right at 70 minutes one an hour and 10 and a few seconds and i like looking back at my historic runs on that trail they're right like locked in on that there's not i'm not going much faster no matter how hard i try um which also means that i had a good day out there it was good fun it's it's nice actually to do that route and not have to look at my map um too often that is certainly something i did a different (laughs) different route where every time i came to an intersection i had to pull out my pull out the phone to look at the map because i really did not want to make a wrong turn and you know turn turn a nine mile run into a 12 mile run so so far each time i've been about a half mile greater than the planned distance but I think that's just kind of from the zigzaggy roots in the woods as opposed to me making any, any really substantial errors um, besides, besides the half-mile error on the four-mile hike. But once you're hiking, time doesn't matter. So let's see. I think that's what I got. got a few races in my calendar. I'm enjoying this Border Patrol challenge. I'm enjoying nice weather with the dog. And uh, yeah. Life is good. Um, yeah, I hope you are all well. I hope you are enjoying the new year. Um, oh, I've also, I've also started uh, using customized training with Coach Chris Twiggs. So I am excited to have someone to keep me accountable. Um, you know, I've been self coached for a number of years, and I know, I know you kind of what workouts to do. Like, I, that's, that's within my skill set. But having someone to seek advice and someone who will keep tabs on me and most importantly remind me to do things that i know to do so for example strength training like doing core exercises and strength exercises i know i'm supposed to do that but i am very bad at making myself do it so i've asked coach twigs to include those in my training plan and when i get home from this dog walk today is a rest day friday is a rest day on running and i'm going to go do my strength exercise that will be very good for me i will sleep better and feel better that i can check that box in my training plan so from the capital city of providence rhode island this is just plain dave happy trails and if you have a chance take your brown dog for a walk